0: The Gospel reading for this morning comes from John's Gospel, beginning in the 15th chapter at the 9th verse. This is what John wrote, Jesus speaking. I've loved you the way my Father has loved me. Make yourselves at home in my love. If you keep my commands, you'll remain intimately at home in my love. That's what I've done. Kept my Father's commands and made myself at home in His love. I've told you these things for a purpose, that my joy might be your joy and your joy wholly mature. And this is my command love one another the way I loved you. This is the very best way to love. Put your life on the line for your friends. You are my friends when you do the things I command you. I'm no longer calling you servants because servants don't understand what their master is thinking and planning. No, I've named you friends because I've let you in on everything I've heard from the Father. You didn't choose me, remember. I chose you and put you in the Word to bear fruit, fruit that won't spoil. As fruit bearers, whatever you ask the Father in relation to me, he gives you. But remember the root command, love one another. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Would you pray with me, please? Oh God, help me to take today May I, with dedication, use its opportunities, accept the reverses, share its burdens. May I be thankful for its graces, humble in its successes, and devoted to the giver. May I, in some measure, see tomorrow by the way I live today. Now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, my strength and my Redeemer. Amen. In the last scene of the musical Camelot, King Arthur sings a song filled with memories of what had been the neatest place on the face of the earth. Alone on stage, the broken Forgiving King begs us all to remember. Ask every person if they have heard the story, and tell it loud and clear if they have not, that once there was a fleeting glimpse of glory called Camelot. Don't let it be forgot that once there was a spot for one brief shining moment that was known as Camelot. Keep the story alive, begs King Arthur. Pass it on to your children and your children's children, and in the remembering, you will keep the dream alive. In the middle of all the despair around you, remember this time, this special place, and just maybe, who knows, perhaps this one brief shining moment will come again. You know, the whole of the Gospel of John could be a sort of Camelot story. For John wrote these words long after Jesus was gone. The Gospel really is written backwards, in the middle of a community for whom Jesus was only a memory. Most of those in John's community had never met Jesus. Most, if not all, of the disciples were dead. The temple in Jerusalem had been destroyed, a sign for many that the end time would soon come. But life went on, and in many ways, that was the hardest part of all. (coughs) Jesus hadn't returned, even when all of the signs seemed right. And this community of believers must have felt close to despair, and despair could defeat them. THE GOSPEL WRITER KNEW WELL THE DANGERS OF THIS KIND OF DESPAIR. SO IT WAS THAT JOHN PULLED TOGETHER MANY OF THE SAYINGS OF JESUS INTO THIS ONE SECTION OF THE GOSPEL KNOWN AS THE FAREWELL DISCOURSE. IT IS REALLY A BIT LIKE THE TED TALKS OR THE LAST LECTURE SERIES AT SOME COLLEGES WHERE PROFESSORS ARE ASKED WHAT THEY WOULD SAY IF THEY KNEW IT WAS THEIR LAST CHANCE TO SPEAK. And here at the table, Jesus says the same things over and over in different ways. The central word is love. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. A new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you, which, remember, is without preconditions, without question, without judgment, unreservedly, even those who don't much like you. Remember the root command, love one another. But really, folks, how can we do that? These folks had a hard enough time loving each other when Jesus was with them. How could believers love like that in John's community where the memory was already fading? Let's just keep singing about the time that Jesus was with us. Don't let it be forgot that once there was a spot, but Jesus didn't sing that song. Jesus didn't call the disciples to hold up his life as a memory, but as a presence. And you know the truth is most of us today gathered here do not live life as we should. And I think that down deep somewhere, we understand that that is indeed the case. We just seem to let so much of life, our relationships, exciting opportunities, time itself, just slip away from us. And I don't know exactly how that happens, but it seems that as we get older, life just creeps in on us. Weighing us down with expectations and realities that just weren't there for us when we first started out on our journeys of life. We become somehow convinced that we don't make much of a difference. I heard a story once of a man with a five-year-old daughter And he ran upstairs to see her one day because there was a thunderstorm, lightning flashing, thunder roaring, wind howling, a good old-fashioned thunderstorm. (coughs) When he got to her room, his little girl was standing on the windowsill, leaning spread-eagled against the glass. Lightning flashing, thunder outside, roaring wind. He said, Jenny, what are you doing? And she said, well, I think God is trying to take my picture. (laughs) No, that really is not too bad. Here is a little one who knows who she is, knows her value. Folks, if you are going to live with meaning, if you are going to live with joy, if you truly are going to love others, first of all, You have to feel good about yourself. I'm here today to tell you that one of the reasons I believe that Jesus came was to make you feel better, different about yourself. You are a person of priceless worth. Children generally still get that. We don't. As we meet together today, it is completely within our own experience to understand that life begins inside and then emerges. We all share a common experience in that someone loved the idea of us enough to nourish our potential inside until we could make it on the outside. It speaks a bit to laying down one's life for one's friends. And as we grow, our circles widen to include others. You each touch many, many lives. Lives that just would not be the same without you. As you expend your life in the presence of the people who make up your community, they are enriched by your gifts And they take those pieces of your story and they paste them into their story. And the story today reminds us that we are hopefully connected to others. Beginning with your mother and father and your family of origin, expanding in an ever widening circle as your life goes ever on. We are tied together like branches on a vine or like climbers tied together by a rope, tied together by a boundless love, to trust in one who is always more than we can ever understand, to keep us moving ahead on the journey of faith and on the journey of love. Remember this from today, if nothing else. The love of community, ties us each to Jesus. Happy Mother's Day. Amen.